What's going on everybody? Katie here and welcome back to the 29th official episode of the King Darius Experience where today our awakening and empowering is coming by way of understanding that creators do not follow rules. We live in a world of rules. We live in a world that has systems, platforms, uh, environments, and ecosystems that all have standards, rules, procedures, and ways of doing things. But creators, innovators, pioneers, trailblazers do not follow the rules. If you are making something, if you are doing something, if you are creating something, or if you are pushing anything forward, there are 80% of the standard practices and benchmarks in tools of the trade and tricks of the trade that you need to be ignoring and changing and shifting and finding the limits of. So that being said, one of the things that helps you stay here is understanding that you constantly need to refresh your approach. Yesterday's doesn't work, last week's doesn't work, last month's doesn't work. So even with the content that I'm pushing forward constantly on all platforms and I'm providing native experiences and I'm making sure that the content I am creating isn't disrupting people's intent or the experience that they want to have on the platforms that they're already giving their attention to. So even though all those things are true, I'm already shifting my approach. I'm already enhancing my content. I'm already shaving the fat off. I'm already making it a little bit more concise, a little bit more effective, a little bit more efficient. And the reason is, is that I am not going to sit and wait for something to take off. I'm not gonna wait for algorithms to change. I'm not gonna wait for people to respond in a certain way. Obviously those things are useful to at least understand or have a basis of understanding, but in order to you know break the rules, you do have to have a level of understanding. However, once you understand what they are, it's easier to push them aside. It's easier to put them in their container, put them in their box while you continue to focus on your your craft and honing that in. So even when it comes down to, for example, on TikTok, I grew my presence for several different reasons. And it's not only one presence, it's not only one account, but let's just take it to the main account at Hell King Darius on TikTok. I was doing skits. I was doing voiceovers, I was doing music, I was doing funny stuff, I was doing uh, uh, sometimes motivational stuff, um, I tried documenting things a couple of times, I had plenty of you know posts in there about my dog. However, I knew that there's a life cycle, a lifespan, and sort of a timeline that platforms went through. So as I was building, I was doing a lot more topical, you know, trend-based, um, attention type content, right? Awareness content. Um, because everybody goes through the same decision-making process. And I've, I've put out content about this even in the last 24 hours or so of everybody going through the same decision-making process of awareness, consideration, and decision. So that, that being known, I was creating awareness content on a brand new platform because I'm not trying to get people to consider something and or make a decision. I just wanted their attention. So the first three to 400 posts were all about awareness type content, you know, just showing the breadth of entertainment, showing the breadth of education, showing the breadth of my knowledge, my skill, my interests, my passions, just because I wanted to see what took off and I have many lines in the water. However, I knew at some point that was going to have to transition, right? as the platform matured, as the demographic got a little bit, you know, older, um, as people came into creating power, information power, decision-making power, that I was going to have to shave the fat off of a few things and start honing in my messages.
message still about music still about media still about marketing however you know enhance the presentation get more concise with the topics get a little bit more consistent with the cadence and a little bit more sophisticated with the rhythm in which i post and then i go through this same auditing process for every social platform that i'm using about every 15 to 30 days, I'm reevaluating and adding and or taking away 10 to 20% of what I'm doing. So that way it's always real time relevant, right? So that has been a consistent theme uh, throughout all of the podcasts and all of the content that we've put out so far is that you need to be real time relevant. It's great that you got attention yesterday. It's dope that in the first month of, you know, uh, creating daily content that my music spiked and my podcast listen spiked and my Instagram, you know, following tripled and my TikTok started taking off and I was able to switch that, you know, content into more marketing media and music focused content that things I like, all those things are great, but that was yesterday. Literally right now, um, as I'm recording this episode, it's, it's a Wednesday, Tuesday doesn't matter. Monday doesn't matter. It matters if the type of content I'm posting, the style of content I'm posting and the platforms in which I'm posting to, uh, if all of those things are relevant, that's what matters. So one of the things that you have to do is once you've established your foundation, once you've understood the rules and once you've put them in their, their rightful places, you need to actively break the rules. You need to actively be a part of what you're about and make these things work for you, which actually kind of comes to my second point is that you can make platforms work for you. You're not subject to the algorithms, the systems, and the sort of characteristics and attributes of these platforms. Yes, you have to understand them. Yes, you have to be aware of how they navigate, how they move, and how they have a little bit of influence over your content. But at the end of the day, no preconceived way of doing anything. It can stop a great communicator from communicating to the people that they actually want to communicate to. And you need to understand that if you're going to create something at the end of the day, these are platforms. These are distribution channels. These are not law. These are not things that you have to formulate and or shift or chameleon yourself into being another voice or another personality or another test subject and guinea pig within a certain category. You are the creator, you are the nucleus, you are the hub, therefore you need to make these platforms, these algorithms actually work for you. They are literally there for one reason, to match value with attention, to make sure that the intent of the user, their end users, their user base is actually met with categorical value based off of how they're behaving on that platform. So they make more and more sophisticated upgrades and updates to these algorithms to make sure that user intent is actually matched with value. That is one of their sole purposes. The reason why is because the, categoriza the categorization and the organizing of that data allows them to sell more advertising accounts and get more of that advertising you know, dollars into um, you know, their ecosystem or their revenue. So you need to start making these things work for you. It doesn't matter how much you're posting. It doesn't matter frequency. It doesn't matter you know the sensory quality is it a great camera is it a great angle is it great lighting is it great sound yes those things can affect your message but the the caveat is the word can they can affect your content however you choose your pace you choose the quality as long as it has functional quality like we talked about in the episode where we talked about the difference between functional quality and sensory quality as long as your content has functional quality it doesn't matter what updates they're putting into their platform you just need to keep doing you and the right people will come and the wrong people will go 
you, and this is kind of like a, um, and I want to be, I'm smiling and laughing um, because uh, it's a little bit of a blunt call out, but you're not even creating enough to activate any of these rules that you're scared of or you think you should follow. You're not even creating enough content to, for, the, for these to be factors that have any type of effect on you anyways. So create the problem, first of all, or at least get to a level of creation where the problem is in your ecosystem or in your bracket of content creation. Um, but right now, you're, you're, you aren't doing what you should be doing. You aren't posting as much as you like to. You've heard you know, the messages, you've listened to the things, and you've chosen that for whatever reason, it's not your time yet to push forward content and a narrative. So don't be afraid of things that you're not even activating in the first place. And that's not, again, I never say these things as a detriment or a discouragement for creators not to create. I actually do it for the opposite, to awaken and empower them to, hey, you need to start doing you before you start superimposing third party you know, ideas and systems and regulations to the things that you're doing. So this kind of evokes this understanding that you cannot outsource yourself, right? One of the reasons we follow rules is so that way we can understand how to operate within them and or if you're a creator, how to break them and push the boundaries and be a pioneer and a trailblazer. Well, you can't outsource yourself regardless of how much attention you get, regardless of what platforms change, what platforms emerge and how the sophistication and sort of the correlation between these things begins to navigate and evolve over time. You can't get away from the fact that you have to be the hub. You have to be the center. Everybody wants to debate, right? What's going on with these platforms. Everybody wants to participate when it's convenient. Everybody wants to follow other people's rules. Everybody wants to curate other people's content. Awaken that originality, go at a pace that's comfortable and sustainable for you and make sure that you're always pushing away and shaving off anything that A, stops you or becomes a barrier for creating or B, takes away from the originality or the unique proposition of your specific voice. If it slows you down or makes you less of you, stop doing it in that specific way. It has to be about you. And this honestly kind of debunks or not, not necessarily debunks, but plays into uh, an, a potential answer for this question of personal branding versus business and, and corporate branding, right? Well, if you want to grow a large team and sort of be autonomous and have something that outlasts you legacy wise and, you know, maybe potentially sell a business or bring in partners or have investors one day or have, you know, industry collaborations or events and stuff like that, then of course you should probably have some type of business or corporate brand. But if you are a communicator, if you are a creator, if you are somebody who's trying to push something forward that matters to you and get rewarded for that, stop trying to bring other people, other systems, other things into your ecosystem in a way that it's a detriment and it's poking holes and it becomes thorns in your side. You are the originator. You are the creator of your message of your brand. Therefore, nine times out of 10, 99% of the time, you need to be the hub. You need to be the, the brand. So your answer is start with personal brand. Sometimes it's both, but nine times out of 10, you can't escape the fact that you have to have a personal brand or at least something that is um, garnering tension around who you are. So that way, all of the other things, the frills, the 
accents, the dynamics, all that kind of stuff. Those are additions to, to your center, to your nucleus, not sort of a crutch or something that ends up being a detriment if it's no longer in your ecosystem. So this is sort of how you stabilize your journey as a creator, right? And this is how you hone your craft. This is how you make these platforms work for you. And this is how you continue to fill your cup and make things about you so you can serve more people and create more solutions in the world um, for the people that you know you actually want to affect positively so hopefully this episode was encouraging to you it was awakening to you it was empowering to you other than that we will see you in an exciting episode which is episode 30 of the king darius experience peace Comparison, black in America, little too arrogant. I just embarrass y'all niggas irrelevant. I shouldn't mention it, that's royal etiquette. Out of my element, way too intelligent. Grab you a therapist, send of my sentiments, neck full of sediments. Caught me a Tesla and skirt through the valley. Dropped an investment in Silicon Valley. All of this cake, but I'm missing the patty. Might mess around and just move to Miami. Drums are so loud that they break in the chassis. King of the grass, like I'm laying all messy. I am not crass, but my mental is messy. Mud in my glass while my pencil is sketching. All these rappers, but no one impressed me. Most of them act as I labels as testing.